Okay, so during game six, were you thinking to yourself, Giannis is the best player in the world? First of all, I want to say, like, we come up here, we talk about, like, how we're supposed to be introducing each other and how we got to get better at it. I just want to say, you know, most of the time you just trick me by setting me up with a topic and then I just go off and, like, I can't. I don't even think about introducing myself because once I start talking about basketball or music or something like that, anything really, but especially like music, basketball, food, like yeah. it's over. It's over. So, right. so let me introduce myself first. Kyle Warren on the mic, older brother of the Warner Brothers podcast. And then let me introduce my younger brother, Keenan, a.k.a. Jacob Willingham, a.k.a. Yeah. Menace, Not always there AKA. when you call, but he's always on time. Keenan Warner, <laughs> younger brother. Of the Warner Brothers podcast. Now let's get to it. Was I thinking? Sorry, (laughs) go on. All right, Ashanti. Was I thinking he was the best player in the world? How could you not? After he had 50, 12, and 5, or whatever the hell he had. Yeah. Couldn't stop him. Let me just say, I was immediately after the game. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I was rooting for Chris Paul so much that game. I was disappointed in Chris Paul, and I went a little hard on him on Twitter. Uh, I take that all back because really, what the hell could you do? Giannis had 50, and not only did he have 50, the key point about his 50 points was he went 13 of 15 from the line. 17 of like 19. 19. 17 of 19 from this, the line. Most of the story about him in the playoffs is how great he's been, but you know how he's had foul shot problems. You know, like Shaq. Not mm-hmm. as bad as Shaq, but much hey. like him. Dominant, and the only way you can kind of get to him is by hacking him, right? And uh, <laughs> literally, when it mattered the most, he made damn near every one of them. It was the same, I mean? same thing in game four. That The game four, he shot very well from the free throw line as well. And that was a pivotal game because they were down 2-1. Mm-hmm. And that was the game where he had, obviously, his iconic block on Aiton. Yep. So, like, so, I mean, at home he shoots better free throws than he did on the road. But still, game six, he knows the moment. He doesn't want to go back to Phoenix and he let me go drop 50. Let me go 17 and 19 from the line. Let me say here, I'm the best player in the world. This is what yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's what. I'm sure he feels like that anyway. Like you said, yeah, he's probably out to prove it. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, he, I think he feels it. But I'm just saying, like, kind of when you're in that kind of moment, it's like, I know it. Now, anyone who's doubted it, I'm going to just say I'm that. Like, yeah. you can't argue, like, I don't want it to be an argument, I'm that. Yeah, if you get normal Giannis, like, normal, I don't know, what, like, 64% Giannis, Suns probably win that game, because it was still, I think they won by eight, the Bucks, correct? Mm, uh, yeah. Final score. And it, yeah, it was, and it, was it was a two-possession game. They had a chance to cut it to one-possession game with Devin Booker, had a great look out of the timeout, missed it, and then the game was effectively over after that, and I think Middleton makes his shot to put him up bait, something like that. Yeah. Some, some order. Um... Chris Paul was actually their best player, despite how I think he didn't really do much in the fourth. But, you know, Devin Booker didn't have it. They put Drew Holiday on him most of the game, and he just wore him out. You know what I mean? Drew Holiday was insane defensively this whole series. Uh, it really benefited him, the refs letting you play more as the playoffs go on, because yeah. Drew Holiday is a physical-style defender. Man, he was in Chris Paul's shorts most of the series, and he was most definitely in Devin Booker's airspace the whole game. And uh affected Devin Booker. Aiton did not show up for them 
right on schedule. You know what? They looked like the young team you would think. Twelve would points be. and six rebounds for Aiton when and he foul been, trouble when he had been a double double machine all playoffs. Like at least thirteen boards a game. I think mm-hmm. it was around fifteen points a game. Like he was, he was being borderline dominant in all games, and then he just just had a bad game in the worst a, possible moment. Yeah. You know, they really just looked, just looked. Their age, finally, you know, aside from Chris Paul, really. And he um, semi-looked his age. He looked a little older, not in the... Definitely looked worn down like, from like, all like that Drew Holiday all defense. Their age. But, uh, but I mean, like, they look like, usually, you, you, when you're I that young, you're supposed you, to... Yeah, I understand. You're supposed to not pull out these games or even make it this far. And, yeah, they just, round schedule, gut inconsistent. Devin Booker's been kind of up and down in these playoffs, but, you know, all the young guys didn't really have it. And Chris Paul, like you said... Kind of seemed like he was worn down and looking for Booker to score. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it. Uh, but big congrats to the Suns for even making that far. None of us thought they would make it. No, to the final, no, you know, no. Thought maybe they could be a deep playoff team, but shouts to them. Maybe Chris Paul will be back. Who the hell knows? Uh, the Suns will be a contender next year. That's for sure, especially if they bring back Chris Paul. They're still a contending team. So. Of course. They're going to be they're gonna be in the mix for sure. But, you know, back to Giannis. At age 26, getting his first ring and his resume. I don't like putting like the future on people. I I really hate doing that. But man, if he doesn't have like a like a a path to become like a top ten guy, like immediately, you know what I mean? Like he 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 keeps it up. The sky really is the limit with him. I got to stop playing with that core. But the sky's really the limit with him. Like it looked like that anyway. But now that he's really got that ring, this young. I was gonna say he's got a scary. ring, Finals MVP, two MVPs, a Defensive Player of the Year. He's only twenty six years old. And so much areas to improve. Like his games, yeah. he's probably like forty percent of the player that he really could be. Yeah, That's like, scary. Yeah, that is incredibly scary. If he, like, I mean, obviously he has, and this is like, I don't like to do it either. I hate doing it too early. Like I hate it when, like, after LeBron's first mm-hmm. championship, oh, he's the greatest. Like, calm down, guys. He's literally in year, I think, nine at that point. Let him mm-hmm. grow and let him be a player. Giannis is could be on the trajectory to be a top five player ever. I'm not saying he will be, and I'm not saying I'm gonna put that on him. I'm just saying like his accolades and so far his trajectory is like top five because it, it's it could compete with someone like around Bird and Magic or ish. Yeah, his like, trajectory is an all time great, just like he is. He's an all time like, great. Yeah, so and I'm not. I mean, obviously that's just a not that he's going to be that, or not that I'm even. Jumping to that because I hate jumping to those conclusions early. I'll say this. Giannis winning a ring is good for the NBA in the fact that he didn't jump to like the Warriors. Like I, I thought for sure Nike was going to push for him to become a free agent next year and just go to the Warriors. Like mm-hmm. I, I could have booked it. Like I was 100% yeah, on Yeah, we that. talked about it actually and you were confident. Thought he was going to be him, Clay, Steph, Dre, like whoever. As long as it was him, Clay, and Steph. That team would have won who knows how many rings. Like, honestly. Yeah. Ben Giannis entering his prime or not even. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's got still that much more to improve. So, it's good for the NBA that it's a small market guy winning, you know, and the fact that they want their guys to stay. You might, you'll probably see more of a trend of guys staying now, right? Yeah. So, that's good for what the NBA itself wants. Bad for the NBA that Giannis got the ring before he became so developed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's got it in his raw athlete stage. And that's in two MVPs and a defensive player of the year in. Mm-hmm. And he's, like I said, well, I think, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I think he's like 40, 50% of the player he could be. That's fucking scary. The fact that he got it before Luke and all those guys, man, like this guy really is the limit for him. Like they, they're going to get a better team. 
around a better Giannis soon. Like, that is scary for the rest of the league. And, like, scary as fuck. And the thing about this now is Milwaukee's not a good destination for people. Like, if you're looking on the outside, just like, oh, let's go to Milwaukee. It's it's Milwaukee. It's not, you're not going to do too much there. It's cold. Like, yeah, if you're looking for a party city, Milwaukee's no, I mean, obviously not going to be. Like, but as a, and as a player, their organization pre-Giannis was good, but it wasn't mm-hmm. anything crazy. I mean, obviously they had the Michael Red years, and then you go back, Sidney Mockery, and up whatever, going back. But now that Giannis is, especially because he's signed there, he's mm-hmm. long-term, like now that Giannis is there, that's going to attract even, maybe it won't be a big, big market guy, but the people like Jay Crowder, per se, are going to be like, oh, well, I could win a ring there. And those people, as you saw in these finals, Jay Crowder was one of the best players on the Suns for them. He shot very well all series other than game one. That's exactly that's exactly what's going to happen. Like, I don't know how much flexibility they have with uh, with Holiday and Middleton. They're probably signed pretty long term. They don't have too much flexibility, but you're going to be able to get veterans to come there for cheaper, thinking that, oh, hey, I can go make a push for a championship, a legitimate one, too. Exactly that. And Milton Holiday, like we've seen with all these players, really, like especially like the Holiday type or the Kyle Lowry type. Once they come back, they're still going to be that player, which, yeah, might not be like Chris Paul or, or Westbrook or someone like that, mm-hmm. but or Steph or Dame, you know, people like that. But they're going to have another level of confidence. And I guarantee you, Middleton's like a perennial all star now. You know what I mean? He's going to, he, I don't know what he averages now. If it's 18 to 22, probably in that range, he's probably going to jump. If it's 18 to like 22 or if it's 22 to 24, 25 and just become a perennial all-star. He is, he is so weird. Like he has an actual clutch gene. Like he takes and makes big shots legitimately. And it's weird because he's Skip-ism. so. He, he, what? Clutch gene. Well, yeah, I'm just. <laughs> I mean, clutch, clutch gene. I mean, obviously everyone talks, but he's legitimately actually in the in big moments will not be small like he will come up and actually it's weird because he can even go four of 20 and then 40 seconds left like he did fade away jump mm-hmm. shot kind of not ice the game but that was the game that was a shot that kind of almost like to put the dagger in shoot a shoot um he he's confident too which is good regardless gotta, of what people say gotta be gotta be when you're at that level for oh, sure yeah. uh he, I think he had 27 that game, and I, I dead ass like before I looked at the score like with two minutes left to see like what he had, because he ended up with 27. It honestly, felt like he had like four points. Like I, Giannis was so involved everywhere. Like it didn't seem like anybody mm-hmm. was really doing anything else aside from that Brook Lopez stretch. He looked like fucking Joel and B for a yeah, little bit. Brooke had Lop- a dunk in the Euro. Yeah, Brook um, Lopez. <laughs> whatever he did, and Bobby Portis played. So Bobby but, Portis is such a fan favorite there. <laughs> he is, yeah. Bobby Portis, he's he's really the only other one that gave him like real help that game. Uh, like not saying they played bad, but like you know that was such a winnable game for Phoenix. That's what makes that performance even better. Like he beyond showed up. Like mm-hmm. that's a legendary performance. Uh, we brought White Dante. He's ring Dante Divincenzo. Shouts to Dante Divincenzo. My fault. <laughs> he's got. I think he got. He got two rings in high school. Two championships in high school. Two championships at the college level, I believe, right? Or is it just one? Just one. Just one. Why did I read two today? I thought it was because right, he came up as a freshman. Yeah, I don't. So he got. So um, he's got four rings in the last like six years or something like that between high school, college, and the NBA, which is crazy. Yeah, that is nothing that but is, a winner, Divincenzo. <laughs> doing his hey, I mean, they obviously didn't have him for the playoffs, but he did play a role in the regular season. So I think it's his franchise now, honestly. Him yeah, and Giannis, of, of course, for the rest of the time. 
Of course, I mean he's he could be Robin. He could be Robin to Batman. <laughs> oh God! So, quick question: Are You getting more excited about the NFL season at all? Because I've been thinking about it. We I really think about the NFL right now because Kanye is dropping tonight, and I cannot. Oh, is he? Wait for this month for the Kanye album. No idea. Yeah, bro. Oh, oh you no. did not. <laughs> yeah, Kanye is dropping tonight at midnight. Album release party in Atlanta tonight. Actually, I don't know when that's actually gonna happen. Like, that's probably supposed to happen like two hours. My mm. guess is, it's my guess. The party's probably supposed to be at like 10 p.m. or something like that. I'm supposed to drop at midnight. I'm gonna guess the listening party happens sometime between like 12 and 1 a.m. and we don't get the album to like 4 a.m., 8 a.m., something like that. Mm-hmm. Could be, could be the other way around. Could just come out at midnight. Uh, I think we'll get it late because Kanye, Kanye's Kanye. But yeah. uh, I can't tell you how excited. Like I'm hyped for this album. Like I got big expectations. He's no longer Kanye Kardashian, so he's probably all the way back in his music bag. He's definitely in his hurt bag. Probably he's gone through a lot of things. Uh, I'm excited to hear what Kanye has to say. Real interested in what the hell Kanye is going to be rapping about. Supposedly, by the way, too. Because there was no swears on his uh, on his gospel album or yeah. whatever that was. This does include uh, the word bitch in it. Bitch and nigga. So he's like, is he going to be talking shit to like Kim? Calling her a bitch? If it's got specifically bitch, I'm going to guess he goes hard at Kim. Who knows what the hell happens? <sighs> Kanye's unpredictable. It is. and uh, he, But for some is. reason, I'm he expecting is. a great album. I don't know why. Like I, I'm, I'm ready. That's all I can say. I'm ready. Would you say... Would you say his last great, pro- or at least good project was uh, Life of Pablo? Because after that, yeah, that was, was definitely after that was Yay, and then after that was after that was uh, Every Lord King, whatever the whatever that one was named, Jesus, Jesus is King, King yeah. Jesus is King. And he had, a, I think, he had Jesus is Lord, like a like an actual true like gospel album with mm-hmm. like a choir that came out on Christmas. I, yeah, that yeah. did happen. So he had those two. Yeah, Yay. Which wasn't great, but wasn't as bad as we all made it seem. It was okay. Good music. But it was just... hard. It was hard because of when it came out, because it came after the Tiana Taylor and it came after the Pusha T. So it, like, it was in that seven song, and yep. then you were like, okay, so that was the Pusha T was phenomenal, the Tiana Taylor was phenomenal, and, and then, they fucked up Tiana Taylor's whole rollout that mm-hmm. that weekend. And then Kanye West came out, and it was like solid but like when your expectations are higher because of what the other two are it's gonna feel lower but when mm-hmm. you go back to it you're like oh it's not as bad as i thought it was yeah it's good music it's not phenomenal kanye music but it's good like it's mm-hmm. it's six out of ten kanye music mm-hmm. but it's not terrible like it's it's only seven songs like you said so you can just throw it on whenever you're in you're out kind of thing yeah it's not bad it's it plays kind of like a mixtape but like a, a musical yeah, mixtape yeah. is kanye uh, is your favorite? Your do you think it's best albums? My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Probably, probably is his that best your favorite? album. I go back. I think about this quite a bit. Mine's graduation. I think- graduation's obviously the most listable. I think. I think my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I think I like it a little bit. I don't know. I think honestly, it's-, it's back and forth for me. Mm-hmm. I think it. Graduation's it's obviously more the most in- listable. I mean, though. obviously, it's more intricate. Like yeah, when, so that like it may be per se like a better made music album like when it comes yeah, to like instrumentation a, and that all album of that sounds stuff. like forty billion or some shit yeah you know? that and Watch the Throne I feel like Watch the Throne is like the spiritual successor of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy like those 
And I think the 10th anniversary of uh, Watch the Throne is like either the end of this month or the beginning of next month. Yeah, I was say, I, did, I did know it came out in 20. I did know it came out in 2011. <laughs> what were you about to say? I, I didn't know it came out. I just, I just had no English. Um, yeah, my no, mine's August graduation. 8. My favorite because my favorite Kanye song of all time randomly is "Flashing Lights." That's a great song. I've had I, I, graduation and "Flashing Lights" on repeat like all summer. But yes. then listen to a lot of Kanye and Drake specifically this summer and future out soon. God, I'm okay now that I know that I'm excited for Kanye. I'm hoping it's at least Life of Pablo level. I'm hoping. I think it'll leave. be good. Yeah, Life of Pablo is a great album. Like I, that's Slept album on I, for Kanye. In my from what I've from what I've seen. I don't know. I think most be, people respect it. I think because like the younger Kanye people really liked it at the time. For me, it's weird. It's crazy. I thought it was like a safe album at the time. Like I thought, I don't know why I would think it was safe. You know, there was mm-hmm. some like it doesn't sound like anything. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so, it's so musical. You know what I mean? It's that album kind of stands by itself. Maybe because it was Kanye that anything in a sense like any time that he goes to take like a huge chance, it's almost has semi safe because it's Kanye and he can do that. It's never like, Kanye well, no, always not, does. No, it's not safe. But Kanye always my, does his own thing. Like Kanye's always creating new sounds mm-hmm. doing whatever I, I honestly can't tell you why like I'm trying to think why I thought it was a safe album maybe it's because I had the designer interpolation into Father Stretch My Hands yeah. and maybe because he was less lyrical maybe but mm-hmm. I don't know Kanye was really rapping on that album I I fuck with that album that yeah, album's no probably leading my in LA. love I that would. yeah that's that's my favorite album or a favorite track on that album Um, that's probably in my top four for Kanye West albums at this point which is something I probably wouldn't have said three years ago. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably in my top four. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see it. I definitely could see... I'd have to go through, but I could definitely even see it being an argument in that top four. I cannot sure. stand Yeezus. Yeezus is my least favorite Kanye album. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fa- I'm not too big of a fan of Yeezus. Blood on the Leaves was solid, and then Bound 2 was good. Those are the two highlights. There was one... I like one, Hold My Liquor, too. Uh, hold, and then uh, New Slaves was solid for me. Those are the three that yeah, got Yeah, I never me. got into it. That's one people like, which I get. That one has, like, a beat, but I, I can't I like, stand that I was going to say, I like those three songs. Other than that, it was okay-ish. I can't say it was terrible, but it was okay. I'll say not my least favorite Kanye project, because probably Jesus is King is my least favorite full length. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because... Yeah, Jesus King, that doesn't even sound like a Kanye album. So you kind of mm. almost, I don't want to say throw it, but you kind of put it in its own category. Yay. Like I said, seven tracks of, you know, decent music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeezus is probably at the bottom if you're talking about his full length, like, you know, real listenable albums. I, I was going to say, if you're taking your Yay favorite? and Jesus is King out, then it's kind of hard not to put Yeezus there because that'd be your least favorite too well yeah I mean it's hard I mean college dropout late registration graduation my beautiful dark twisted fantasy life of Pablo 808s and then 808s like it's kind of hard to say that Yeezus is better than any one of those that's what I thought and then I don't know some people I've talked to people recently who were like nah it's my top three or four Kanye album. I know I, Andrew Franklin's a huge Yeezus fan. I don't know where he would rank it, but I know, real, I know he's a real Yeezus fan. It's hard for me to listen to. Shout Every, out to Andrew. Yeah, shout out to Andrew. People are like, nah, you have to be a certain amount of high to listen to it. And I'm like, still can't vibe with it. Like, I don't know what the hell it is. He's known for using instruments, but that's like, some of those shit sound like, I don't know, like like you're in the middle of like a laser show or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. I can't get with it. 
I'm gonna give it an honest listen, like probably honestly next week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't see my I don't see my perception change on that album. I was like, I wasn't a huge fan. I no, think but it's Bound a, Two, I'd... and a Bound Two is a ten out of ten song, so it ends in a classic song. Kanye's gonna give you the highs, but yeah, Some the middle part of that album's like trash. Yeah, and no, it was the most part. I wouldn't say it wasn't great. It's definitely his worst out of if you're taking Yay and Jesus is King out of it, definitely his worst. What do you specifically want to hear on this Kanye album? Like, is there a specific version of Kanye that you like? I like. Obviously, I like obviously him. He's gonna give you a grand performance when it comes to instrumentation and everything. I like Kanye. Is that a word, instrumentation? I, I, inst- I mean, I don't. I think it is, but if it's Might not, be. then I'm gonna. It sounds fine. Instrumentation. <laughs> it sounds cool, um, but no, I like Kanye when he's confident. Well, Kanye's always got. Kanye no, I mean, it's, he. There's. A, I feel like there's a difference when he raps confident. Like I, they can't tell me nothing. Feels like more confident than some songs that he has. I don't know. I confident. It's, it's he starts off diff- the song saying, "What do you say?" Oh. I told God I'll be back in a second. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. Yeah. That's more than confident. That's no, no, only Kanye's he, getting that he, shit off. When he's in that kind of, because he has. So you want to hear? So you want to hear Kanye talking? You want to hear him like rap and rap? Yes. Himself. That's that's what I'm trying to hear too. Yes. The one snippet I've heard, because I guess I'm sure you could probably listen to the whole album somewhere. Because he had another listening party with Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. and I think this dude's name is fucking Justin LeBoy. I don't know. He's a fucking weirdo, but they had a. That trio, for some reason, had a listening party, and uh, supposedly that was open to the public after, too. Yeah. So people have heard the album. Uh, like I said, the only snippet I've heard sounds really, honestly, more like Yay uh, and the musical parts of uh, Life of Pablo and that, mm-hmm. and Jesus even. like it, it was really musical. It premiered the other night during Game 6, actually, on the Beats commercial with uh, Shikari Richardson. Is that her name? Uh, sounds familiar. I'm Let's not see. sure. I'm not 100% I want to get her name sure. wrong. She's an Olympian. But uh, it premiered on the Beats commercial, which makes me wonder. It was rumored him and Dre were supposed to collaborative, have a produced collaborative album. So maybe this is it. I don't know. Given that it's on Beats, that would be fucking... If that's the case, this is going to sound in fucking same. But uh, we will see. <laughs> if it's a Dre slash... Yeah, Shikari Richardson. Shouts to Shikari Richardson. But yeah debuted on that commercial so that's, that that's the first thing i thought when i saw that i was like hold up beats by dre commercial there was pictures of him and dre in the studio before are they collabing if so this album's gonna sound even more crazy than it already would um yeah i'm expecting big things are you looking for any specific features at all i did unfortunately see who might be featured they like this is from people on twitter who like just kind of tweeted out they're like they couldn't tell either because obviously they didn't have a track list yeah. but the ones that stay out to me are obviously Pusha T and Ty Dolla Sign which is exactly who I'd want to hear on that album yeah uh, so I guess you could say who I want on that album is is apparently on that album but if I if there's someone else I want to hear let me think about that let me ask you that same question um, and then I'll, I'll think of a I'm hoping to get a nice chance to rap reverse like what do you mean by nice I someone uh, I don't know you don't know who's in your house no (laughs) (laughs) hey Jenna how's it going Jay Swiss (laughs) what's up Jenna (laughs) Jenna just rolled in um what's up what's up 
Uh, you come to braid me up? She's like, no. <laughs> um, a, ch- a nice chance to rap reverse because there's sometimes where he's actually rapping and then there's sometimes where he's kind of just, I don't know. It, there's two kinds of chance. You don't want to see a new day chance to rap no, or whatever I, his last album was like, called? I don't, uh, yeah, the new day. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing an ultralight beam chance. That That's the vibe of, I get from this album of. from the like the thirty seconds I've heard. So, I would say, I would say that's what we're gonna get. I hope. I don't know if we'll see Chance. He's a Bucks fan now. That's all I know. He was <laughs> he was all draped up at the Bucks. Mm. Bulls fans are kind of mad at that. He's a Chi Town resident. Milwaukee's right there. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, about celebrities jumping like Drake? I don't. I don't like it. It's just banned. Like, obviously, if you're going to support where you're from, like, I mean, it make Drake... Especially and, when it's a central rival. Yeah, I was going to say, Drake in Toronto makes sense. Obviously, he's from Toronto. Then you got Chance. Obviously, if it was Chicago, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have, say, uh, Future in the Hawks. Like, if you have teams like that, then... Wait, Future? Wait, not from... Sorry, not Hawks. I've, I've always felt like Future was from Atlanta. Is he not? Future's definitely from Atlanta. I just don't ever see future at games. No, I'm just, I was just literally saying nah, like, a person. <laughs> and I, was, I, was, I, I got hyped because I never see future at a game. I was I'm trying to I question myself for a second. Nah. But I always hate I'm it when, unless you are going to announce it prior, like Lil Wayne's a Green Bay Packers fan, has always been Lil a Green Wayne's Bay showing Packers. up everywhere too. Yeah. He's and a Phoenix and, fan. Yeah. Looking I mean, like people's auntie. Yeah, his, <laughs> his dreads are... God awful, honestly. I hate the blonde. They just look. It's bad. like orange. It's like yeah, they look bad. He needs to go back to what he had in like 2010. They just look bad. Anyway, you're a dread expert now. No, I'm not a dread expert. <laughs> I just, I just know what looks good and what looks not. <laughs> that's not, that's not it at all. But yeah, so I think, I think it's weird when artists just champion other teams just because they're hot. I, okay. I don't. I don't like. I don't really like it. I mean, obviously, because I don't like it when just other fan, like regular fans, do it. So I can't. I just don't like it when celebrities do it either. Really, I don't know if you have a problem with that at all, but I don't like it. Not that it's the end of the world. Funny you say that. Um, I would have to ask Deroy this. Was there a time when you said like, I want to get this right? Is there a time when you said you were a Warriors fan? I've been Steph fan forever. That, but that, I want to say there was a time when you said you were a Warriors. I, no, fan. I said I support the Warriors because Steph is on the Warriors. I would like the Warriors to do well because that means Steph is doing well. I am a Miami Heat fan. I am a Steph supporter. Steph's been my favorite player in the league for like eight years now. So I gotta ask D-Roy this conversation. But no, I'm I am a Miami Heat fan and a Steph supporter, so naturally I root for the Warriors to do well. Like naturally, I'm going to root for the Hornets to do well because I'm a Lonzo Ball, uh, not Lonzo, sorry, Lamelo Ball supporter. Like that's just naturally how I am. So I obviously want the players that I like a lot to do well, but obviously I want the Heat to win every year. <laughs> it's always been that. I, I gotta ask D-Roy this conversation. I'll ask him this weekend when we see him uh, at the wedding. It's wedding season, by the way. You're you're the best man of a wedding this weekend. I am the best man of a wedding. You ready Congra- for that? You got the speech ready? Um, no, but I no mean, speech ready, really. Yes and you no. Went off the cuff, kind of. I mean, I did that. that 
Jenna's also the maid of oh, honor got, in the wedding. Oh, you're the maid of honor. Um, you don't get a speech ready either? No, I kind of, what I did last time with Trent was I kind of had some bullet points and then I kind of just, I said what I felt at the time. You did well. You did well. <laughs> but no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking the same kind of thing because uh, memories and all that stuff with Nate kind of roll off mm. the tongue, so. You going short and sweet or are you going to like have a long one? What do you think? That's going to be long because it's my brother and my Oh friend, shit, so you're going to so. get, oh man. <laughs> It's going to be a little juicy, at least. You said juicy. All right. <laughs> juicy J. <laughs> juicy J. What about you, the... short and sweet? What's your plan? Um, I'm more, I'm probably going to be more of a short and sweet. Okay. Essentially. Keeping it concise. I think Nate yeah. would like that, probably. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd, I'm definitely going to keep it more short and sweet. I didn't feel like I went too long with Trent's. I feel like I had a solid one, but I didn't feel like I it's went too good. long. I don't think you did. I'm trying to think. It I don't. Was, I had a couple memories. Like I don't three think, minutes, probably. Yeah, I, was, I don't think it went too crazy. Not and bad. I, not I bad. I think the same thing with Nate. I'm not gonna go too all out. COVID prevented me from uh, from my best man debut. So, you know, R.I.P. to that. But you know, there'll be other opportunities. Hopefully, maybe yeah. we'll see. Oh, you'll get other opportunities. You're a likable guy. <laughs> You're a real nice person. Thanks. I'm trying to think. <laughs> this is kind of basic to answer your question of who I want to see on this album or who I want to hear on this album. Yep. Travis Scott. Yeah, of course. Who, that's another keep it in the family. So I, he's probably on this album. Someone who I don't think has collabed with uh, Kanye before, Meek. I would like to hear Meek on this album. Two Chains and Kanye, always good when they connect too, so I wouldn't mind that. That's probably asked for a lot at this point. It depends. If it's a My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy type album, we could get... I didn't even think about it. Right? didn't even think about him. We could get like... That's the thing with Kanye albums. You could get 30 features or you could get six. You know what I mean? See, another one that I would like to see, just because of definitely how he is now, would be J. Cole. Ah, that would be fun. If you got... got, Has Kanye ever produced a J. Cole song? Maybe I don't. I honestly that's crazy. I never even thought I was, that. I honestly don't know because Wait, like, the they, knock always on J Cole is he doesn't have great beats. If you could imagine Kanye giving people J- say that about him, J Cole. I mean, yeah. J- the, the, the problem like, that's funny because that's the same argument yeah, for Nas. It's like J Cole always kind of it, the thing is he doesn't have the greatest of beats, and he normally on his projects for the longest time went solo. Like on, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, different. It's different stretch. now. It's different now. But I'm saying that was always the thing with him. Early J Cole, yeah, I didn't like all the beats he was on. But like, like I said, the last when we had our J Cole conversation, yeah, last I was gonna say albums, the last, the last that. few have been. But I know that was that's a thing that people say, anyways. But a Kanye produced song for J Cole, especially with the role he's on right now, it. look out. I would love that. that. Would be shit. I mean, like or I really maybe, don't think they've ever collabed like as far as like Kanye producing a song they've definitely never been on the same song no I that's weird especially because uh I don't know if he still is but J. Cole used to be Rock Nation on Rock Nation yeah so So I think he's still technically a Rock Nation that's crazy so maybe they have and we just haven't known but you feel like you would know that anyway and also there's gotta be something to that that's crazy I like I never even thought of that till right now and then another person that if he could just come out of the dungeon and come out with the Kanye verse would be Kendrick if he could just yeah. come, if he could just say, "Hey, I'm back. Here is this." Those that's would be the kind the- of stuff I would. That's the kind of stuff I could see Kanye doing too. I don't know. It all depends on like what he's going for with album. Mm-hmm. If he's trying to go for music, he could. Like if he if he had a song, imagine if it was like him, Kendrick, and J Cole. Like that would be that'd be nuts. Or push on that song too. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Big Sean. Yeah, maybe Sean. Yeah, like he's got so many people that are like between good music or who he used to work for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
so many artists he could go through that like have been like in that main his inner circle. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a Travis too. Um, yeah, I, kind of, that's the thing about him that's nice is he kind of has he has so many assets that he like depending on the album. Not the same, but kind of the same as like DJ Khaled. How DJ Khaled just has <laughs> yeah. so many people he can like. That's a little different. Yeah, it's, it's he's different. actual DJ. It's, it's but, different, but like I but mean, yeah, Kanye has such a big sure. bank of people that he could just like, oh, I can go ask this person; they will actually, or they'll collab with me on something special. The kind, that kind of thing. It's got a lot of potential, to say the least, as every Kanye album does. Yes. But, and then I think a, a song with like her doing vocals that would be dope. Mm-hmm. Um. I think of another R&B artist, maybe SZA. SZA would be nice. Kanye could make Frank Ocean. Great. I mean, if he put Fergie on a song, like he could definitely put, he definitely throw SZA or someone like that. A verse, you know what I mean? Daniel or Caesar lines. would be nice. I like Daniel Caesar a lot. Daniel Caesar. Yeah, like Daniel Caesar, Frank Ocean. We got what time? We got nine thirty, so two and a half hours away from uh, album drop. Do you have allegedly? A name? Dude, mm-hmm. is there a name out Oh, Tyler, it? the creator, too. That'd be... Oh, Tyler would be nice. They were rumored to be in the studio together for this, so maybe Tyler actually is on that album. Especially with Tyler... What were you saying? Uh, Tyler being his melodic bag is kind of last few projects, even though, like, last one he was rapping, too, but... Mm-hmm. Um, what... Do you know the name of the project? Donda. After Donda. his mom. Yep. All right. After his late mother. Mm-hmm. Random question. Hmm. What's your favorite album of all time? I couldn't answer that. Can't answer. Um, is your is yours like kind of like in the time thing? Like uh, at this moment, it's this or just honestly, yeah. I listen to too much music for one specific album to to mean that much to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I would say different albums for different times for sure. Um, you know, we talked about Watch the Throne. That tenth anniversary is coming up. That's definitely one of my favorite albums of all time mm-hmm. for sure. Like that's. I don't know if it's top 10, top 15. Mm. You know, I could, I probably could never do a top whatever mm-hmm. list for you. Um, it's hard because so unlike unlike uh, sports where things typically get solidified, like at this point in time, everyone's career has been solidified to this point. Mm-hmm. Like you can make it at this point. Obviously, people have further. But with music, it's so subjective that like it's yeah. personal feeling. And like sometimes you're feeling like, Oh, I'm feeling like this, or I'm feeling like that. So, like, what could change off of that? What could change off your personality rather than basketball or football, which is like straightforward? This is the sport, and this is what. Like, obviously, your opinions can grow and change, but typically, you're gonna have the same everlasting opinion, unless some, unless they, like, you're not gonna. Like, I don't feel like you are Michael Jordan over LeBron right now. I don't feel like as of if LeBron never played a game again in 10 years, your mindset would switch on that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's different. You got to, with anything, you got to have the proper perspective on it. So Yeah, for sure. But I'm just um, saying, like, I don't think. So I think, like, with any of that, it's all subjective. But Oh, it's subjective, yeah, but I. You know, as far as music, for me personally, it's hard. But just because, like I said, like, I listen to so many subgenres of like hip hop and R and B, like it just goes all over. And like so like like you said, you listen to it at different times, each album kinda has a different meaning to you at, you know, such and such point. In your For life. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I could I remember vividly in like middle school and junior high listening to Confessions by Usher. Like that's one of the first mm-hmm. albums I can remember buying, which is crazy. That and the documentary, right? By the game. Those yeah. are two albums I can vividly remember like 
buying. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say Confessions is one of my all-time favorite albums. It's definitely one of my all-time most listened to albums. I wouldn't say it's one of my all-time favorites. The documentary, I wouldn't say it's one of my all-time favorites yeah. either. You know what I mean? Even though I love that, I really, it's, I love that album to death, but I wouldn't say it's in like my, it's not one I immediately like, oh, that's one of my favorite albums. Yeah. So, you know, like, I don't know. I like, no, I've been, I've been listening to a lot of Kanye lately. That's all I'll say. Like, I've definitely been on a Kanye kick, specifically Life of Pablo in graduation this summer. I, um, I would say I've heard it. I've definitely heard, because I, obviously I can hear the music upstairs, so I've heard, I've heard a lot of Kanye going on upstairs. I'll probably delve more into Watch the Throne and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy as we get closer to it. Um, but man, there's so much. There's so much great music. Like I just, you know what I mean? Like I love mm. music so much. Love hip hop and R&B so much. Like, you know, it's year to year with me. Like I, and my opinion changes on, you know, different albums that maybe I liked that maybe later I, I loved. Life yeah. of Pablo is that perfect example of that. Do you um, have a favorite artist? Or is that subjective to the times as well? I would say whenever anybody asks me like who my favorite rappers are, my favorite three like just like lyricists, like bar for bar would be Jay-Z, Biggie, and Fab. Those are mm-hmm. my three favorite to like listen to rap. Are you... That's not necessarily... My, my favorite rappers my list is way longer than that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. then I listen, I listen to Pusha T quite a bit, ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg I fuck with. Do you, um, are you so a, many. So are many, you a like, person who many. is prefers New York over LA and per se, like East Coast versus West I love Coast? These, I love my East Coast rap. Like that's where... I was say, that's what I really grew up on like that's what i was introduced to so i lean like that's my that's my bag i would say you know it was like like for instance dipset versus the locks that's a versus coming up like i'm yes. ready for that like that's okay. that's the kind of stuff like when i was first really really getting into hip-hop that's the kind of stuff i was listening to and like mm-hmm. jay-z that's when kanye was first coming up that's when 50 was first coming up I'm so a lot of the artists you just barely named when you said fab jay-z yeah. and biggie are all from new york exactly so. yeah so you know that's what I lean towards. My ear likes like a good New York like mm-hmm. true hip hop. Davies really I fuck with. Um, and then yeah, my two most listened to regions for sure are New York and Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. I've always loved Atlanta rap. Ti was one of my favorite rappers growing up. Um, you know what I mean? Like it, shit changes. Like you, I don't know. I'd have to ask you. Like does yours change a lot? Like mine definitely changes. There was I, I had such a Tupac phase growing up. I had a Biggie phase. I had a Ti phase. Oh, Jeezy, I fuck with. Like yeah. Jeezy's one of my all time favorite rappers. For me, Meek. For I fuck me, with Meek. my favorite rapper is stayed and mine's Kendrick. Kendrick, right? Mine's Ben Kendrick for a lot, but like there's definitely. Because I've heard you listen to him a lot, Drake a lot, Drake, and then, uh, J Cole, J Cole. Um, I did like early logic. I'll say I once logic. you got to once you got more into being I don't know. You've weird. always been into lyricists. I've been into lyricists forever. So those four, um, I've liked like some of the fab that you've played. I've listened to like I like the soul tapes. Mm-hmm. Like the- I love Kanye. I absolutely I love Kanye. I love his music. I the one thing I haven't done as a fan of hip hop is I haven't dove dove deep into Jay Z yet, which is have to. at some point it needs to happen. I know that for you don't sure. Have, you don't have Kanye without Jay Z. Oh, very true. Even though their styles of rap is different, you literally don't have uh Joey Kanye Badass is another I'm just thinking of people yep, now. Joey. Joey Badass is another one that I love. That's right, you did um, I'm a fan of Ab Soul for sure. I'm mm-hmm. I'm T D E. I love T D E. I fuck with J Rock. I was gonna say J Rock. 
J Rock's so last album was great. I really liked it. Schoolboy Q. Mm-hmm. J Rock's last album. That's a that's a that's a regional classic. That might be a hip hop classic. It's definitely no, West I, Coast classic. I really I really like that. Also Reason. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's new. Another T D. Yeah. I'm I'm a TDE fan naturally. I even I like Isaiah Rashad. I was I haven't dove deep into Isaiah Rashad, but I do like Isaiah Rashad as well. That's the thing. You know what? All right, let me just go through. Let me give you a concrete, a little more concrete with this. Uh, Little Wayne, yeah, as I well. Weezy. I mean, it's kind of it's honestly it's hard not to. Like if you appreciate lyricism and you appreciate, and you just appreciate music, it's really hard not to like Lil Wayne at give, some point. I'm gonna give you all the artists I follow on. Uh, on Spotify, and this will give you some idea. Yep. All right. ASAP Ferg, mm-hmm. DMX, Dave East, Biggie, 50, Young Thug, French Montana, Lil Baby, Dipset, Jeezy, Jeremiah, Black, Don Tolliver, Party Next Door, Bryson Tiller, Pop Smoke, Brent Fayez, Rick Ross, J. Cole, T.I., Kendrick, ASAP Rocky, Pusha T, Wheezy, Kanye, Future, Fab, Jay Z, Pac, Two Chains. Two Chains, one of my favorites right there. Oh, yeah, Ty Dollar, one of my favorites. Travis Scott, Meek. Those are all the artists I'm currently following. There's much more from that came from. So, oh yeah, that that gives you a good idea of what you would hear in my car or in my living room. Meek Mill was sure. one of my favorite artists for a while. I, yep. oh god, I love the Dream Chase. I love Dream Chase. It's not that he's bad now. I love the Dream Chase so much. Meek, uh, Meek, Meek's coming out soon. He keeps dropping snippets. Mm-hmm. Meek gets better every project, rapping wise. Like that guy can fuck a rap, yes. rap, rap. Like um, people hate on him because he does some corny shit. Because he definitely does. But he every project, he's a better rapper. It's crazy. Like he, I love his. Um, anytime you see him on uh, Funk Flex, it's you know it's gonna be anywhere from six to ten minutes of fire. Like true. you just like whatever he's it is. If you just go there. through his freestyles, it's just six to ten minutes of fire wherever. I gotta. I never really. I gotta dig deep into the Funk Flex freestyles because he's got some classics. Oh, I've that LA is Leakers one have thing. some classics. Mm-hmm. I have listened to a lot. That was my thing for a while. Was listening to a bunch of freestyles. King Los twice on Sway in the morning. Joey Badass on Sway was great. Royce the Five Nine on Funk Flex. Loaded Lux on Funk Flex. Funk Flex. Black Thought on Funk Flex. Like I, there are so many freestyles that are just classics. Classic. Hmm. I'm I'm a freestyle like that kind of I'm a, I've been that forever though I've just been a guy who appreciates lyricism. So. Yeah, you're all about lyricism. I so am. that's what we can expect from Jacob Willingham is lyricism. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Yes. Lyricism. Yeah. I'm. I think that's why I've become like to appreciate Kanye more. You know how much I like because the first thing I hear is the music, like the beat, the mm-hmm. like. That's what catches my ear first. So you could be talking some bullshit on there, but I'm probably still going to like it if the music sounds hot or if you're at least like talking your shit on there. Because, yeah. yeah, there's some people who can ruin a good beat. But, you know, listen, Kanye is a one of one. Oh, um, yeah. Unicorn. Yeah. Like, I, I was thinking about it the other night, like, He's such a different hip hop artist, obviously, like with the way, because obviously he's a producer first, right? So yeah. and he's kind of been accused of the same thing as Drake, is maybe not really writing all of his lyrics, blah, blah, blah. And Drake kind of separates himself because he does, you know, a bunch of different genres outside of his hip hop and RB. Like he'll, he'll do a little 
dance hall like Riri he'll do a little tries to hop on like some Spanish records like he'll do he'll do his trap shit there's trap Drake pop pop like Drake, and then there R&B Drake so he has all those where he so he kind of separates himself Kanye though he the music he constructs just from himself like just from his ear alone with his team of producers whether it's like he's worked with Timbaland right he's worked with everybody yeah, worked, you know yeah. what I mean like when he whether it's like no ID you know who the fuck ever he'll have like on this record like it's gonna sound you know Drake we're talking about Drake mm-hmm. like Pharrell, he always works with the best of the best Pharrell they always come up with something crazy with the way he does that on top of his lyrics on top of like who he'll have featured where you might look at it at first and be like I'm not sure about that and then it ends up sounding fucking amazing like mm-hmm. Kanye's got such a incredible and such a one of one ear for music and everything like that uh, I'm really excited to see like what the hell he cooks up I am too I got big expectations I've said that two or three or four times I don't want to be let down uh, I'm I'm expecting like I said for this shit to come out after when it's actually supposed to like 4am instead of midnight yeah. but shit we're about two hours away exactly two hours away as of right now so uh, it better not disappoint no pressure Kanye but you know <laughs> no give pressure. us something well well more Kanye where that came from too in the future but yeah we're gonna sign out I'm gonna go get prepped for this album you gonna prep for the to. album I actually gotta go prep some food for tomorrow it's Friday Eve I'm excited big weekend ahead of you too big, uh, best yeah. man best man speech you gotta get that shit ready and too So for sure gotta make sure I get some shut eye I was hoping Jay Swiss would pop back and I did I wanted to interview her about the music she's listening to because she always listens to like a good uh, Jason Derulo track <laughs> Pussycat Dolls track you know yeah. your average seventh eighth grade school dance playlist you know <laughs> that's the kind of shit jenna aka j swiss on the mic is listens in. to shouts to she does my braids so shouts to her so yeah we're out of here warner brothers podcast this was kyle keenan follow us on instagram at the warner brothers podcast we'll be back